Good morning for Northeast by Midwest. This is Jonathan Jones. Can you hear that? Yes, my friends, we are at Moose River Outpost in Jackman, Maine, on the other side of Jackman, Maine. And I am here today with Fred. Fred Burnell, my good friend. And we are actually walking, aren't we, Fred? Yep. We are making this from Moose River. Um, if you're not familiar with it, we are at MRO, Moose River Outpost. We kind of got stopped. I'll start where we're at, and then Fred will let you tell people why we came. And then Fred and I are going to just share some stories of yesteryear, some tales from this uh, neck of the woods. So we're up in the main north woods, uh, Boundary Bald Mountain, Quebec City, Canada. Oh, it's Quebec, Fred. Hour and a half from here, probably, Quebec City. I mean, Quebec's only like 10 minutes away. Half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, so we're, you know, up in the northwest part of Maine, uh, mountainous area. And that was a little stream you heard there, if you were able to make that out. And uh, it's still winter up here. Uh, well, you know, this, we're looking at snow right now on the left here, piled up from, you know, uh, clearing this. What's well, probably two feet deep, right? It's not, it's not that deep all the way along, but... So I don't know if you can hear Fred and I, but I'm going to stop for a minute, see if you can hear us trudging. Yep, that's real. <laughs> if you can hear that, uh, you know, here, here with uh, Northeast by Midwest, uh, I don't do all the bells and whistles, but mine are the normal stuff. So yeah, we're walking back about a mile and a half here. We had to park our car because it's pretty muddy. So there may be a few spots where we talk a little slow here, but we thought... What a cool place to make a podcast, right, Fred? Yeah. So, you and I have been up here quite a few times. Um, yep. If you live in Maine or the general area, we're off of 201, outside of Jackman to the north and west, about, about 10 minutes. And uh, Moose River Outpost sits back on Held Pond, yep. about three and a half miles, right, Fred? Yep. And it has a beautiful view of Boundary Bald Mountain, which uh, borders Canada and the United States in the northwest corner of Maine. So, Fred, would you like to start us with a few stories uh, from coming up here? And, and this all starts with our men's retreats up here, right? Yeah. And this has become a, a favorite place. But before that, why are you and I up here today? Uh, what is, it's not so much today's special, but this trip is a special day. And uh, why don't you tell everybody, why did we come today? This is the last trip I took with my mom. That's the last trip you took with your mom. That's right. And... Yeah, she really couldn't travel anymore after that. Yeah, she couldn't travel so anymore. So this is sort of helped to close that chapter. That's right, that's right. And so Fred, uh, so this is, you know, this is kind of an emotional day, isn't it? It's a, it's yeah. a challenging day, so I don't want to push him any more than, uh, than he wants to be. But, you know, I think it's an important thing. Uh, Fred really cared and loved for his mother. Um, he watched her and, and uh, honored his mom and... Um, God will honor that. And so if, you know, if you're out there taking care of a loved one, um, you know, and whether they live with you or maybe the nursing home or something, uh, I'm sure you could reach out to Fred. Uh, Fred's got a lot of experience in that. So his mom and hold be with the Lord a little over a year and a quarter ago. It was, uh, late January of 22. It's 11 o'clock at night. I got the call. Yeah. 11 o'clock at night. That's right. So we're kind of just going back down memory lane and uh, if you will, uh, thinking of some things. And so we have a few smiles and laughs along the way. So Fred and I are kind of stopping at a lot of the places he brought his mom. Now to back up 10 years, 
because you and I have a lot of memories. And yeah. if you don't tell them, you know I'm going to. And uh, I've got a couple on Fred, and uh, let's say waking up in bed with a headache. How's that? Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. And uh, Fred may share a little bit about a canoe. Neither of us will confirm nor deny what the other one's saying, but you can be sure these stories are true. Um, so, actually, you want to start or am I going to start? I actually think about the first men's retreat, our first trip up here. We yeah. seen your red Volvo when you had it. Yeah, I had a red Volvo. And what happened? Somebody in front of us in the truck. All we could see is a, this head that looked like a horse. It was actually a moose. Right. Ran in front of it and went by and took his hind <laughs> um, hoof and kicked the door and kept on going. <laughs> and, and for people to understand this, you're, 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 we're kind of coming down a hill. It's a sort of... Like pre-mountainous area, right? Yeah, you can see the mountains. I, I say it's about a mile or two before we turned into here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, actually, I thought it was back more in the forks, wasn't it? But anyway, yeah, somewhere back, somewhere yeah. back there. And so, yeah. So, so we're coming down, and uh, you know, we have this little red Volvo of mine. It's a little, you know, nice little car. I bought it for my brother and um, me and Fred and a friend of ours uh, with us. And you know, we, we're we're kind of cresting the hill, right, Fred? And yeah. the truck is sort of down in front of us. So we're probably now about halfway down the hill. And it looks like this monstrous <laughs> beast, right? And so, you know, the guys in front of us come to a halt. We come to a halt. And they're like, oh, the moose hit us. And tell them what actually happened, Fred. The, the moose actually kicked the door on the way by. <laughs> um, it, this is how close the moose was to the car and truck. If I had my window down, I could have touched it. Yeah, yeah. And then it came by our car. And, you know, I'm sure some of you are like, well, how can we get video it? Well, Fred had just put his camera away back then. Uh, cell phones. It wasn't that. They weren't what they are now. I mean, we probably could have done it, but none of us thought about it. It just happened so quick because you yeah. make sure you didn't hit the back of the truck. and. Right. Now, was that the same year, though, that once we finally got here to Moose River, didn't we also see a moose? Yeah, right yeah. at the entrance, um, the guy in front of us driving they had yeah. to stop, and the moose was just standing there in the entrance. Right. And uh, he stopped, and the moose had one antler, <laughs> stuck his nose out, smelt the headlight. The guy honks a horn, and the moose just moses off. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There was two moose in one uh, night. <laughs> yeah, it was. So as we're walking back, which we literally are doing as we're recording, tell everybody, uh, before we come back to some more stories, what we're actually seeing as we walk back. Oh, we see snow. We see a lot of surf lines because there's two uh, sugar shacks here. Yeah. And they actually ball up the maple syrup and sell it. Matter of fact, you can buy it right here at Moose River Outpost. Yeah. And it is delicious. It is. Um, it, I can buy a gallon. It lasts me a little over a year. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a little bit of snow on each side. It's not, you know, we're, we just stopped for a second. It's sort of a, it's not as bad as we both thought, but it's bad enough that we, we have Fred's car here and, I don't think I even have a car to get through it. There's no. just five, what would you say, five or six spots where you've got yeah. ruts that are a, a foot deep and if you just I can't get through If I would have had my buddy's um, truck and we could put it in four-wheel drive, and make her no problem. Right, yeah. So so we walked about, I'm going to guess, pretty close to halfway back to the camp, but we both decided that, oh, we got somebody coming here. We got a truck. So yeah. um, we'll, uh, and, uh, we'll see if we can say hi to them. So, yeah, there's another one. It's that, one uh, of the workers. There's one of the workers. So, yeah, it, you know, it never seems to fail. Whenever I make a podcast, Fred, we have real things happen. Yeah. <laughs> I had one with a couple of my, you remember Chad and 
We had yeah. a good time with them back in Ohio. We had a plane come over, so that was a truck coming down. But, yeah, so it's kind of, I mean, it's actually not as muddy as we thought, but there's just these spots where if we had a truck like that, we'd be fine. But in, in your nice little car, it's not going to work. So, no. all right, so um, let's see. Uh, why don't I tell another story? Okay. Now, how do you want to do this? I can tell the one on myself, which is the canoe story, and you can tell the one on you, or we can flip it. I'm going to let you make the choice. It doesn't matter. You pick one. All right, fine. I'll tell the story on me. You tell the one on you, okay? So <clears throat> Fred and I get in a canoe. Now, we've been in a canoe several times here before. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, that's what I was referencing. I don't know if it was that same year, but we got out on Held Pond, and I'm pretty sure we saw a moose. Remember we stopped like halfway and took a bunch of videos? Yeah, it's, it's, you always see deer and moose out there. Right, you do. Never seen a bear up here, but you can see those too. But anyway, um, so this particular time we get in the canoe and to set this up, we're at shore and we're probably what, 10 feet from the shore now. And we get in and Fred is facing the shore and for whatever ingenious move. And so this is ingenious on my part, stupidity. I jump in and face Fred, which you're never supposed to do. You should always be facing the same direction. This is what's supposed to happen. I was supposed to be facing out because you was going the tunnel. Right, right. But you were facing the wrong way, and well, I faced I the wrong way, too. I had to because right. that was a canoe. You only can face one way. Right, right. No. And, and so really, at the end, I'm not blaming you. It was no. my fault. It, so I got turned around, and then I had this brilliant, <clears throat> not brilliant idea. Yeah, that, Steve, um, a couple of guys pushed us off, though, forget, before you could get turned around. Yeah, and to make matters, uh, to make insult to injury, we had several people who witnessed this and uh, laughed their heads off of what's about to happen. It could have been really bad. God was really gracious yeah, to us. I actually ended up underneath the canoe, and I did bump my head. Well, we'll get to that, okay? let's. So, so we had a lot of minor casualties. Thankfully, no major casualties. No. So I had this brilliant idea, which is not a brilliant idea that I was going to change positions and face the same way as Fred does. Because it, it's almost, I suppose you can do it, but it's almost impossible if you're in a canoe to really steer correctly unless you're really, really good when you're facing the other person. You need to be facing the same direction. So I'm facing my brother Fred here, and I said, hey, why don't you go right and I'll go left? Well, the problem was if we had both done that, we would have been fine. But his right is my left. And so what we... What we I was doing, trying to stay the canoe right, so you could turn. Right. So what happened is, is I got ready to go. Fred leaned, I leaned, and you guessed it. We went overboard. <laughs> and now it gets funny later, but in the meantime, you know, I'll never forget the look on your face. And I about had a conniption, a heart attack, because you were scared to death. And Because you know, I hit my head. Right. You hit his head. And we, we both ended up... I, I ended up under the canoe. So I get out. I did. Right, and I did too, and then I got out, and both of, uh, we need to negotiate this mud here. Over here. Both of us uh, all of a sudden realized that, um, you know, as, as we're doing this, that I, I think I realized first that I'm standing, but I don't think Fred did. You were so scared, and I get it. Yeah, because I hit my head pretty good when the canoe flipped. Right, he did. And, and so. I thought it dislodged me. I'm not scared of water or anything. No, no, no. But do you remember what you said to me? I remember what you said to me. I couldn't stand. Yeah, you said something like, I, or, or you couldn't. I don't know. You just, you, you looked like you felt like you were drowning. And I was so scared in that moment. And kind of pray one of those last minute prayers. Well, anyway, I was like, Fred, just stand. And all of a sudden. Yeah, I think you put your feet down because I think you were treading water and you realized you could stand. And so, needless to say, we have been the laughing stock of men's retreat for the last 12 years. 
And, uh, but but my, that one was my fault, Fred. On the defense on that, though, I did hit a deep pot on my end when the canoe flipped. Right, you did. So I didn't have ground there at the time. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So, but my camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the whole other thing. So what happened to your camera? It actually floated in that bag I had. And one of the guys <laughs> was looking for it, got handed to him. And it still works to this day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I felt so bad about that. So, anyway, I was leaving within, what, like an hour anyway. We were going out yeah. for one last. And the funny part of it is, you and I, since then, I don't think I've ever been back in a canoe, have we? In fact, I'm not sure. I've been in a canoe since then. I've got no fear of it. I just, we just haven't done it. Um, Fred had some soldier, some soldier, some yeah, shoulder and some other issues. And so it was just kind of hard for him to get around. But my, up to that point, how many times would you say you and I were in a canoe on Hell Pine? Oh, probably I 30 times, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, an, I went out in that, in a canoe on the same pond here. One yeah. other time was somebody else and he thought it was funny after right. that happened. He shook the canoe and I told him to stop. Right. So, so I, after that, I'd have been back up. So this place has so many memories, uh, a couple more, and then I'll let you share another infamous one on your end that uh <laughs> that happened waking up one morning yeah. um <laughs> and that one's kind of funny uh and not funny just it, like it just like a, now, it, it is now it wasn't then. then neither was the and neither was the canoe thing both oh yeah yeah fred's pointing here we we're gonna slow down we've got one of our very muddy areas we're gonna work through so but one of the other things we did kind of like we're doing now is we're walking back on the road is we walked around Held Pond how many times, right, Fred? Quite a few. Oh times. man, you and I must have walked around that probably what eight, ten times anyway. Or more. Or more. So, so as we're kind of meandering past this lovely little uh, muddy spot here, Fred, um, what's a couple other stories you can think of? Well, I'm thinking. I'm just gonna say one. Is, I think it was the second time we came up for the men's retreat. Yep. We stayed in one of the cabins, and I went to. Set up in, because it's bunk beds in the Mayow wood. Right. And then attached to the wall. This guy up above me was snoring all night. Anyways, I won't name names. <laughs> well, we know who it is. <laughs> and another guy just walked out. He got up early. Anyways, I used to get up a lot earlier then. I went to uh, set up on the bunk bed and stand up. I thought I cleared the... Uh, Cross by and I did it and I whacked my head so good it gave me a concussion again. Oh my stars. I was not eating, I wasn't feeling well. And uh, well, and that was no, 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 hold on, that was Friday morning, right? As I recall, everything, I, everything happened in the same day. I actually, I don't think so. No, so, I thought it did. Well, we'll, we'll we're, we're doing it live here, but you tell me. I'm pretty sure you and I came up that Thursday night and spent the night. We and did. I, I thought it was Friday morning. When you, when you hit your head, and you went all day, because we had several people check on you, and as the day went along, you seemed like you weren't quite yourself, um, and, and so we had a friend come up, Aaron Gould, who at the time worked in medical field, and as I recall, I thought it was the next day at breakfast, at Saturday, I noticed that you were not right. I think you did the throwing up or something. You were, you I were just, just wasn't eating. And, and I you, didn't and feel you, like eating. Right, and you weren't yourself. And Aaron took you out, and I remember Aaron came back in, and he goes, John... You need to get him to the hospital. I think he has a concussion. And so the the long, I'll take it from here. Hold on, you keep going. Tell him what, what you remember what happened next. Oh, what I do remember is some of the day is uh, foggy when I hit my head. Yeah. And he, um, we ended up going to a, a place. We asked for, the, uh, John asked for the 
nearest um, medical facility, which is a clinic, and Jackman went there, then they called the ambulance and they ended up going to um, Moosehead area. Which is about an hour and 10 minutes from here. And yeah. so you were in the ambulance and I followed you in the car because yeah, we really didn't know. I had my um, blazer at the time. Yes. And now this is Saturday. So I could be wrong, but I thought you hit your head on Friday. Uh, maybe it was Saturday morning, but I thought it was Friday and then it kind of was the next day. Well, anyway, you know, Fred and I finally, you get there and then you take it from there because I really wasn't allowed in with you. What, um, what, what kind of stuff did they, they do? They just did a bunch of tests and everything. We had to wait. I remember you saying you thought you would have spent the night there. Yeah. They come back the next day. That's why I say I don't think it was Saturday. Because we still had a full day left of the men's retreat. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe it was Friday. I don't know. It happened the day after we went, we went up on a Thursday. It was a okay. Friday morning. That Scott was already there. Okay. Yep. And but the thing is, keep in mind, through all this, I hit my head so hard. Um, and I actually woke a couple of guys up across the cabin. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing it. it was so loud. Yeah. Yeah. Fred, when you do it, you do it right. And, and one thing he won't tell you is uh, Fred has uh, a history of concussions because of a, a pretty bad car accident, which if you want to know a little about that, Fred talks about that on a podcast yeah, we did last that, fall. And through the years growing up, I had concussions. Right. I didn't realize it. And another business I was in for a discussion another time. Right. And what I would say, which is a little left turn from what we're talking about today, but I think it goes into just God's goodness in your life, is until probably about three years ago, I would say, because you and I, we're pretty close. We spent a lot of time together. I would say you had repercussions from that percu- from that concussion at least two to three times a year, yeah. up until about three years ago. Is that fair? That's fair. That's how hard I hit my head. Yeah. Concussions are no joke. I'm going to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. And I'm prone to concussions anyways. Right. You are. I had so many. But anyways, when after the hospital, they released us, so we took our time coming home. Oh, coming home back to the camp and and everything, and I took it easy. That night, yeah, it was a Friday night. That night, the snack shack was open. Was it? That's when the Bruins came up. Okay. And they walked back from me back to the room to the cabin because it was concerned. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, boy, we've had some times up here, and then on top of that, you know, we've went out and you, you played paintball with us one year, didn't you? I'm pretty sure you came back and yeah, played. Yeah, and I get nailed in that. Wasn't for the face shield, probably knock around. It, it nailed me right in the ear. Right pop. in the ear, kind of knocks you. And out, it yeah. wasn't the guy that means it. Just for the paintball ran. Yeah, no, I know. So we we have paintball up here, um, friction derbies. Oh yeah, we've just had a great time. So you know, to give a little bit of a, um, a commercial for Moose River, as we're coming, we can finally just see Fred's car now. We're about. I don't know what, maybe a half mile in from the road or so. Maybe a little bit more. So we've we've probably just hiked, I'm guessing, a mile and a half, two miles. And uh, we got our last mud section here, and it is muddy. Walk off to the side over here. Yeah, okay. Right here. Um, Go ahead, I'll follow you. So as we're kind of marching through the last section here, it's, uh, it is muddy. (laughs) You can kind of hear it. We're... (laughs) We're trudging through. Like I said, on my podcast, <laughs> I don't have all the cool bells and whistles. I got the real stuff, real trucks and mud. <laughs> Here, we'll give everybody one last taste of the mud. 
Oh, I'm on the tripod. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm walking <laughs> through the mud. <laughs> and I was joking with Fred. I've got little uh, these runners on I had for trend last night at youth group. So little running shoes. But that's not too bad. So we're going to grab a little drink of water and we'll chat for a minute for two before we go, yeah. right? We'll finish yeah, up here. I was going to say there's so many different stories we could talk about. Oh, of course there are. I'm going to, I've actually got our, our phone right back here recording right on your car. Um, Fred's going to grab a water and I'm going to grab one as he gets his water. You know, this is one of those places, Moose River Outpost. It's near and dear to our heart. We both love it. Um, the first time I ever came up here was with Steve Doerr, a guy from our church. And I remember Steve told me, thank you, that, uh, that I should take my hand. We're laying in bed. You know, he's a couple feet away from me. And he said, hey, John, take your hand, lay it on your lap, and just gently start bringing it up to your face. And, oh, my gracious, I about jumped out of my skin. I remember coming up just a few years ago, and we hiked a place called Moxie Falls. Mm. It's not a bad hike. And that's when I was with my cane. This is the first time I moved forever. I walked on the property without my cane. Mm -hmm. So, what a huge monumental moment for you, Fred. Uh, ever since I've known him, he's had a cane, and uh, yeah, and he just walked a good two, two and a half miles. Did really well. His balance and and it's a it's a good thing. You know, you need it sometimes. You brought it today, but you didn't use it. So yeah. well done. So, and my mom says someday you'll be walking without the cane. Well, what a, what a great day to do that, huh? What a great day to remember your mom and come up here to Moose River. And it's just one of those places where, you know, we call it God's country, right, Fred? Yeah. You just, uh, you're, you're up, you feel close to the Lord. In fact, one thing we were just talking about was a lot of times the guys from our church will lament the fact that we don't have a lot of internet access. And so as I make this podcast, I'm going to record it, but then I'm going to have to save it because I can't upload it till we get back sort of to the mainland, if you will. I like and, this uh, cow, Hegan. Right, but we feel like uh, it's great to be able to come up here and disconnect, right? Yeah. You can't do it forever, but t tell everybody a little bit of what you were talking about with me as we were driving. Yeah, was, well, we have some people that don't like it because they can't use their phones and computers and their iPads. And the question I have for them, even for, we also have a women's retreat that a woman goes on. I said, isn't that what the men's and women's tree is supposed to be for? Mm -hmm. Is so we can go and fellowship, get to know each other, and get away from things and just enjoy each other and get to know people that you normally don't talk to in the church. That's right. Yeah. It, and that part, to be honest with you, is saddening because this shows you how, how our society depends on nothing but electronic things. Yeah. And they forget about God's beauty, what he's given us around right. us. Even as Christians, we can do that. That's right. Yeah, and we were talking about, you know, excuse me, the verse that came to my mind as we came up here was uh, Psalm 8, which says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You've set your glory above the heavens. And I mean, today's uh, just another example of that. It's a beautiful day, blue sky, no leaves on the trees. We're looking at snow. Uh, we made it back to the car here and eventually start our trek back to, to Lisbon. But um, yeah, this place is a special place in our heart. And so if you ever come to Maine, uh, I think you need to come here. If you're into hiking, uh, I'll just put a word in. We're, we're right next to a place called Boundary Bald Mountain. And for my recollection, I'm no like super experienced hiker, but I'd say I'm a moderately experienced. 
I think it is the most beautiful vista in the entire state of Maine, including Mount Katahdin. Katahdin's a little more impressive because it's higher. Washington's more impressive because it's higher, but uh, Boundary Bald is just great. You can see Katahdin to the north. You can see down to the, you know, the southern part of the state. Oh, okay. And uh, so, yeah, it's just incredible. But, you know, for our time here, I know we're going to get going here soon. So Fred and I just uh, wanted to make a little podcast. I don't know. Any other uh, short stories you want to share? Anything, Fred, before we kind of close out this podcast? And by the way, I got a name for it. If, If you're amiable. Tales from Moose River. How's that? That sounds I good. Think, I think that's a, I think that's a yeah. good name for us. I'm going to give a shout-out to Moose River. We do have, they do have a shooting range here for um, big guns, and they have another one for small guns. They do have a soccer field because mm-hmm. they run a kids' camp in the summertime here. Yeah, they do. And very successful kids' camp. Every week is full. Matter of fact, I, one week I push back because they need the extra week to for it which praise god as it's the gospel's being spread amen but there's canoeing and kayaking here and fishing it's all kinds of different things and hiking mm-hmm. so, you know it's just great to get out in the fresh air and and not hear all the noise yeah anymore well i'm blessed where i live so i don't get too much noise it's just when i go into the big power when you drive down the road i do right but um it's a very special place and I'm thinking about the first time I slept downstairs in, in the cabin mm-hmm. that we had before they moved us again. Yeah. I was sleeping downstairs in that room and you all, you always say I'm going to sleep for you. Oh, yeah. But the first year I slept down there was with another gentleman. Um, just say I didn't sleep all that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this didn't go well. Um, I had to be on a on a cot, but it yeah. wasn't a cot. It was just not a good situation. Yeah. The person was a good person. This wasn't a good situation. Yeah. But the following year, you always say you got to sleep downstairs for me. Yeah, and we always shared a room. Yeah. And, and it was nice because it was sort of, it was kind of a little more handicap accessible. And at the time, you were, you know, you got around a lot better than people knew, but you were still really struggling. Like, and so it's great yeah. to see it. Because that, that was eight, nine years ago. And yeah. now to see you today walking without a cane, I mean, Fred, and, I, I just pray and don't get And don't get me wrong. And don't me interrupt. Um, yeah, I'm in pain all the time, but you can ask John. I can hide pain mm-hmm. um, very well. Yeah. Um, but it's just a life thing. But no, downstairs is a little private. And... Usually when I come up to a place on the first night, I don't sleep well. Right. And I didn't feel right tossing and turning, making noise around the other guys. Right. And that's what really led me down And besides getting up and down the stairs at the time. Yep. I was trying to be curious, and I want everybody to enjoy themselves. But this place has been great. They accommodate even Mm -hmm. a a friend now who's in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So it's been a good place. And yes, um, go back what you're saying. I thank God every day that I'm back the way I am. I'm almost a hundred percent. I'd probably never be a hundred percent, but I'll be hard on myself about that. That's just who I am. Well, you're close, and and you, and that's what counts. You're a good example, Fred, of persevering and not giving up, and of God's grace and mercy. So you know this this podcast. I think uh, unofficially for now, till I title it, we'll call it. Tales from Moose River Outpost, dedicated to Lillian 
Bernal Wallace. How's that? Lillian Bernal. That's that's, uh, that's Fred's mom. And uh, why don't as we close? Why don't you tell everybody uh, just you know kind of how, how you and your mom walked through her last time up here? What what your experience was? Oh, we did a lot of stuff that we did on the way up. Well, of course, we had one or two more we had to about. We stopped at that, I don't know what they call that rest area. It has overlooks everything, mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful scene. We call it the million dollar view. It's, yeah. it's worth a million bucks. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, it looks to, it, for those that know Maine, it looks to the Saddleback uh, Mountain area back over there. Yeah. And it's a beautiful view, and my mom enjoyed that. And she enjoyed the ride up here. She kept saying, if I was a, a little bit younger, I'll move up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she enjoyed it. I brought it down here, and we stopped down. We ain't making it down that far in the intersection where um, the dining hall is. And off to the left, there was an, another cabin, and cabin's the intersection. But a gentleman who is actually runs a camp for the people that owns the property. Mm-hmm. Came out and talked to my mom for quite a while. Awesome. And she was sitting in the car, and that was during COVID. So he right. said, You can go and show it a couple of buildings. But I didn't feel like to go in. They had to right. clean everything. And, yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't forget what he said. He said, What, what are you doing up here, Fred? So this all for a drive. This happened to be in the area. He said, Nobody's in the area, Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's, I brought my mom up, and my mom was hard of hearing. Very hard of hearing. But she understood most of what he was saying, and she kept saying, It's a beautiful area. Oh. Yeah. And she always wanted to come back up, and that, uh, unfortunately, God took her home before I could do that. Mm-hmm. Things went south before I could do that. Yep. And maybe if we would done it, he, she would have came up the next day if, <laughs> if I could have. Right. But I got busy, then I was trying to fit it. it, it this thing happened. Some was my fault. But it was COVID and everything, mm-hmm. too. And Yeah. But I, go, I reckon my mom was afraid of COVID at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she was just a special, but she loved the outdoors. Yes, amen. Yep. Someday in another podcast, when I talk about other things, we'll talk more about her and yeah. give people a better view where she grew up and what she went through, too. Yeah, yeah, I She was a special lady. She was a strong lady for yeah. what she's been through. She was. Um, and it's hard, and I don't care what people say, it's hard for me not to have I feel regrets not getting a couple of things that I know she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. One, I should have maybe made more attempt. Things like that, I do regret, but I don't regret my time, my mom, and taking care of her. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret bringing her up places like this. She loves loved the outdoors. Mm-hmm. And she loves things like this. But all I heard on the way up, I would move up here. Right, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Um, yep. She's just a person that loved the outdoors and appreciated what God gave her. Amen. Amen. I love it. That's great. Well, Fred and I are from Moose River Outpost, and we're going to now, uh, we are not going to record this part, but now we got to figure out how to back out of here without getting stuck. So we'll uh, we'll no, do that no, by God's grace. I, I and uh, 
Fred has a plan, which makes me very concerned for me and him because both of our, our plans usually get us in trouble. I speak of canoes and uh, ER rides, but anyway, we have some great adventures. But, you know, this is a good reminder, again, why we need friends and why we need to be friends because, you know, Fred and I have memories here that literally last a lifetime. And I brought, I have, my, I brought my family up here. We, we've made a lot of new friends up here. And I so, have another memory that I talked to somebody else here. He called me out on a situation that he didn't think I let go of yet. Maybe he was right, but I feel I'll let go of it. But, um, and there are things so yeah. I have good memories and bad memories. I'd rather forget the bad memories. So. Sure. Yeah, no, I understand. All right. Well, anything else you want to add, Fred? No, before that's I close up? now. Okay. So, for. I got to get you home before your wife shoots me. Oh, boy. We don't want that. So, um, I don't think that would happen anyway. So, um, for Northeast by Midwest from Moose River Outpost for. Tales from Moose River, and in memory of Lillian Burnell, I am Jonathan Jones. Fred Burnell. This is Fred Burnell. Go out, have an adventure, learn more about God's creation, and enjoy it. For Northeast by Midwest, have a great day, and thanks for listening.